You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. And I'm Bonnie Blaylock. Well, today's subject may strike fear in the heart of some parents. It's striking fear in the heart of ours right now, even as we're about to talk about it. (laughs) But freaking out is usually not recommended to much of anything in parenting. So today we're talking about how to navigate the waters around your child and dating. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of freaking out, because we don't have a spirit of fear, right? We're right. Not, we're not given that. Right. We're hoping to give you some things to help your child think about, some things to talk about, and maybe also some things parents need to be aware of. And with us today to help us do those things, we have back with us Amy Sane and Lori Shea, two of our faves. Welcome back, ladies. <laughs> They're best you. friends. They're yeah. best friends. And I wish you could see them right now. They love each other so much. <laughs> so we love Lori and Amy. And they were here for our girl mom episode and we touched on dating and said back then, like almost a year ago, yes. we said, let's, we got to have you back and talk about, about dating because we think they can offer some unique insights. So Amy, just tell our guests a little bit about yourself. You're a okay. mom of three, but I'm a mom of three daughters, one twenty-four, one nineteen, and the other one is just turned 15. She's a freshman in high school. She's our one still at home. The other two are in college basically almost out and one's in the middle of college. So, yep. And I'm married to Robert and I'm the children's minister at our church, North Boulevard in Murfreesboro. Awesome. And Lori, tell us about you. So I have three daughters as well. Um, I have a 21-year-old, a 23-year-old that is now married, Mm -hmm. and a almost 25-year-old who is going to be married soon. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you. We're excited. Very excited. And you work in school settings. I do. I do. I work with... um, teenagers okay. um, in the school setting for sure. Which is going to be great. We're going to have on the ground recon <laughs> later for you all. <laughs> so Bonnie and I have survived the dating gauntlet with four kids between us. Thank you, God, we're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful. So um, two boys and two girls, and we'll have some experiences that we can add to the mix as well. Are you excited, children? We're going to tell all your secrets. Uh, Just kidding. Uh-huh. No, we're going we're gonna to be as anonymous as we can and keep this to general principles That's here. Right. I checked with mine just just for the record beforehand, and they're like, "Ah, we don't care. Okay, say what you want. Yeah, I'm not going to say everything that I want. Um, <laughs> I have not told mine. What's in your, what's in your heart, Bonnie? Be a nice surprise over there at the Thanksgiving table. Then. Right, I pulled mine. I've got, I've got, I've got all my my data right yes. here. Oh. So did we na- did we let our kids date? And how old were they? Well, yes. I did. We did. Like everything else in our house, though, there wasn't some magic age where all of a sudden it was like, poof, now you're mature and trustworthy and you get to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It always depended on the kid. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, ours dated. They were different ages. They became interested at different ages and for different reasons. Um, As is always the case, I had never raised a teenager before. So our oldest kid was our training ground. Yeah. That's not a bad thing to say to your kid every now and then. You know, like, this is my first time doing this. Yes. So cut me some slack here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had said no dating in high school just was the general rule. We just, we'll get to this later, but dating is to find who you'd like to marry. And we're like, are you going to be married? 
at the end of high school? And mm-hmm. the answer to that is no. Although it was really close after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that later too. But again, we didn't want to be legalists. And so when the time came and it was Emma's senior year and we saw this interest blossoming um, at church between her and another young man, we said, yeah, we're, we're for that. We, and it was like spring of her senior year. So we felt mm-hmm. like we got a pass. We pretty much mm-hmm. hit the no dating in high school. Now that didn't mean she couldn't do like a prom or something, but no, no steady, serious, steady, no serious, steady mm-hmm. boyfriends like prom. Yay. Fun. Go get a dress. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and then Houston was a little bit sooner. It was the beginning of a senior year. But again, we just took context into account. We're like, we really like this young woman that you're interested in. We're fine with her. Mm-hmm. Now, if that doesn't work out, it's not carte blanche to just go keep dating. But we just thought it was better to delay, like with technology. <laughs> delay, delay, delay as mm-hmm. much as you possibly can until um, they're more of an age where they might actually be finding that person mm-hmm. they want to spend their lives with. Where it matters. So yeah. what was y'all's philosophy? Uh, you know, it's funny um, cause I mean, as we were talking about this and just thinking it through, I'm like, did we even have a philosophy? You know, I mean, we did, but maybe don't even realize that we did. Um, mm-hmm. I do know this. We did not, um, set like a day date. Um, I was fine with dating, um, when they got of an age, I guess, but, um, to each kid different. I did not do like, I know a lot of people say when they're 16, yeah. then they can start dating. Blah. I don't even <laughs> remotely agree with that. I just, I think you take everything by each child is kind of how I felt about it. Or I'll say we, I'm going to talk about me, but in mm-hmm. general as Robert and I, but um, so I didn't, we didn't have like this hard, fast rule of any sort. I will say some of that, you know, you parent a lot of times for how you were parented. And so, um, boy, I was all about when the line was set, I was going to cross that line, me personally. (laughs) So, I mean, when 16 was the age, I was pushing it at 15. So I just didn't want to do that. I felt like the minute I drew that line, the minute they were going to start. Now, I was a different child than my own children, but that's why I didn't set those rules. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's how we navigated that, I will say. We didn't have set rules on that. Just yet. So my parents, I was raised, I had to be 16 before I could go out on a car date. Uh-huh. And so I remember- so I, was, I think that everyone's general rule, I don't know what your parents were, but that was ours. Like pretty much everyone yeah, I know was our yeah. age, that's what the parents but were. But I was, was so disillusioned because I was like, I remember, man, waking up that 16-year-old morning and I was like, all right, world, opening the door, here I am, <laughs> expecting like this line like of guys boys to want to ask me out. <laughs> it was Didn't like, happen? What? Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So I was a little disillusioned. I was like, man, I thought like I was going to have all these people that wanted to ask me out. Nope. Not even a little bit. (laughs) Yes. Well, we had, um, at least in our house, I didn't really have rules, I guess. We didn't have a discussion. We didn't have any education about it. It was just, okay, well, if something happens up, then it happens. Mm -hmm. But I can remember even really, really young grade school, first, second grade, other adults, not necessarily my parents, asking, do you have a boyfriend? Do you, mm-hmm. have, a, do you have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And I never did that with mine. I, that just made me uncomfortable as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that you're putting something, I didn't have the words for it then, but I thought they were putting something on me that wasn't my age to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too happy. I, 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 one of my great blessings from homeschooling in the early years was getting a pass on all that. Because you don't have the classroom experience. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have all the coming home in first grade with 
the boyfriend. I, I like so-and-so. Yeah. She likes so-and-so. What does that even mean? And why is that happening? Right. right. Um, which did happen. I went to, well, MTCS where right. Robert is. And that happened all the time, even decades ago. So was, there's something about yeah. human nature that that, that does kind of happen in that environment. Yes. I love to chase the boys at recess. That was uh-huh. my, seriously, it's my favorite thing. That was my You're such a different person thing. than me. You knocked my front tooth You're out. so interesting. You did. I did. I don't know why they weren't dating you at 16. I, <laughs> I mean, I had my tooth back in my head then. Okay. But because you were chasing boys? Because I was chasing boys. This, yeah. this is why we are, this is why, why we are friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Goodness. I kept all my teeth. So by late elementary school, for sure, fourth, fifth grade, mm-hmm. we were actually having whatever that means, boyfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend, because you're not driving anywhere. You're right. not dating. You might be like, oh, I'll, I'll hug you after recess or something. But um, And my kids said the same thing, that nothing really had changed since the 70s, 80s, that that's kind of what they were doing fourth and fifth grade to the point where, um, except for them, they now had technology. So it was um, the texting and the little stuff on the phones and all that talking, quote unquote, we're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit more drama where everybody could be in on something or that it could be correct. shared more with other people. Yes. Um, so it got hyped up a little more to the point that the fifth grade teachers had to have like a powwow with all the girls oh. and a powwow with all the guys mm-hmm. and like set them straight by. Here's what we're doing at school. Here's what we're not doing. Really? So wow. We didn't have that when I was growing up, but no. yeah, they did because mm-hmm. it was getting Escalated. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And dances. Did you guys have the dreaded middle school dances? <laughs> so I wasn't allowed to go to dances, but I had a group of friends. We would They would meet at Pizza Hut afterwards. So like I had one friend that would always not go to the dance with so that she could stay with me. And then we'd like beeline it to Pizza Hut so we could meet everybody there after the <laughs> dance because, <laughs> you know, I like those boys. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, nothing funny. can happen at Pizza Hut. At Pizza, at Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut, sure. <laughs> it certainly won't get good food there. I don't know what else might happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Um, well, this is a good time. Speaking of the fifth grade powwow that your kids' teachers had to do, Bonnie, that to talk about when your kid is going to start school. Mm-hmm. So if you have a bright child yes. um, who's really good academically – then you can get really enthusiastic. It's exciting to see how bright they are and mm-hmm. they're really good readers really early on and you want to go ahead and start them in school and you're not, it's fine, but you're not thinking about what that's going to look like. On down the road. On down the road. Yep, yep. And so, um, Bonnie, you started Savannah really early. Right, because I did that. My parents did that with me and like you just said, it's kind of how you parent, you bring that into right. your own life and I, I was like, well, I got out of that pretty okay. So I thought. Um, so we started her early and she didn't turn five until a few weeks after kindergarten had already begun. So she's in class with kids who are one and sometimes two years older than she is with late birthdays mm-hmm. or parents who've decided to wait. So jump over to fast forward to middle school and um, one or two years in middle school difference is a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of puberty has happened that has not happened to her. A lot of experience has happened that has not happened to her, but she's right there in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't, I mean, like you said, first child, we don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was watching you. Um, with Savannah and Houston, um, not she's not that much older than him, just a handful of years. And so we were thinking, okay, when 
when are we going to start Emma? Well, she's November birthday. That's a given, right? And um, then with Houston, though, with a September birthday, I was thinking of that. I was like, Savannah's the youngest. Savannah's, do I want Houston to be the youngest? Okay, how old will he be um, in ninth grade? Mm-hmm. And, oh, wait, I'll, it, that means he'll never be able to be the driver. He'll always have to be the passenger. Do I oh, want wow, him? thought that far. Do mm-hmm. I want him driving his friends or do I want his friends driving him? You know, that kind of thing. And so um, we, well, we ended up homeschooling, so you don't really have a grade. But by the time we did have to start deciding um, and it's turning in like what grade he is, mm-hmm which was when we moved back to Tennessee mm-hmm. and he's, you know, going into the youth group. Um, he was supposed to go into the youth group because he was doing sixth grade work and he was still very young. And we just said, we're not going to let you do that, buddy. We're just, you're not really a sixth grader. Right. <laughs> you know, by, by birthday, mm-hmm. he was very mad at us. Oh, he really? was not, I mean, it was all his friends went yeah. on mm-hmm. without him, but you know, you know what they talk about in youth yes. group mm-hmm. and they should be talking about For those sure. t- kinds of topics in the youth group. And I'm like, you're still playing with Legos and, and you're just not there yet. And so we just, we held him and, um, that was a miss on our part. We should have, even though I thought about it on the front end, we, yeah. it kind of just got away from me in the schooling because he could just, as soon as he mastered something, he could go on to the next thing. So he got ahead and then we kind of had a mess up when we put mm-hmm. him in church situations. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it's it. You really so do need to think about up. it. Yeah, it Learn messes from up us, your moms. maturity. It messes up your <laughs> yeah, all your development, all that stuff. Right. So like she's in, she's if she's a ninth grader, she's not going to date a seventh grader. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, but do I want her dating? What is a st- <laughs> what in her case would be like a junior? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, no. Yeah. So it was a little tricky. That is. Yeah. Tricky. I mean, and and it w- and for us it was unnecessarily so. If we'd just done a little forethought, so just think through it, moms. That like, yeah. just there's all kinds of maturity. Right. There's emotional maturity. There's social maturity. There's intellectual prowess and maturity, and their your child physical just and physical, physical right? yes. Mm-hmm. And so your child's a whole package mm-hmm. of those things, and you want to you don't need to rush. It's going to go fast enough. Yeah, I'm always an advocate of always the older the older they can enter school, the better. I mean, I just think they navigate it so much better. The roads. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. don't Bonnie. No. no, and as brilliant as they are, you're exactly right. No matter how brilliant they are, they'll be just fine. And yes, if the education's over their head the first year or so, trust me, they'll catch up. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We always recommend holding back. Uh, Bonnie, I had to laugh because you were like, you know, with the first one, it's you, we're just learning what with the third one, you're just learning as well. Because <laughs> he did the same thing with McKenzie, my youngest one. And um, we ended up having her repeat um, first grade because not, not academically, she was fine, but she was little. And she had a very, you know, I mean, her birthday is late September and, um, emotionally, I mean, she just wasn't ready. Uh-huh. And so I always tell parents, wait, hold them back. Just wait, wait. wait. It, it never, it can never hurt mm-hmm. a child to do mm-hmm. that. Yep. So there you go. Learn from that. <laughs> because as the day, as the years go on. That's right. Here we go. And then this is what happens. So uh, there are, gosh, there's so many more conversations that I wish we'd had besides the sex talk with our children, which we did have. Yeah. I did not get that personally. Did y'all? A little bit. I, I, got, a, I got a James you Dobson book. book. I'm looking at you, Bob Webb. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Your changing body book by James Dobson. Let us know if you have any questions. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's fabulous. That's a great story. Zilch. Oh, that's good. I had some. We had oh. some, but nothing is. Yeah, no, I totally. Nothing. So I went the opposite yeah. way with that. I'm like, okay, you're going to be totally prepared and, and informed yes. and you're going to have all the resources and information. So we did that. But then I thought like, okay, you know our values, you know our expectations, um, but I'm not sure they always understood the why behind everything. Um, I think I assumed that they would kind of just know stuff. Right. And they don't. They're just kiddos. Even when they have big bodies and, you know, big brains and stuff, they're just kids. They, they're they not going to know it. Yeah. So you want to think backwards. Um, and you talk about this, Amy, mm-hmm. all the time to parents. Think Always. backwards. So by the time your child leaves home, you're going to want them to know some things about relationships. What should their expectations be? What are some red flags? And mm-hmm. how would they even recognize them? How will they know these things? Are they going to watch Twilight and Princess Diaries? Figure <laughs> <Amy, laughs> out. Mine. <laughs> Princess Diaries for mine. <laughs> we did too. We, we like some Princess you Diaries. So if you intentionally think about the conversations you want to have and think backwards, you can space those out before and during middle school and high school. I'm, I'm talking to people now that they're saying middle school is actually a little bit too yep, late to older start. Elementary. Mm-hmm. To be talking yeah. about sex? To, just to be talking oh. about any of these oh. kind of conversations. Sure. Just uh-huh. We had the general, um, you know, this is what's coming and – do you trust us? Mm. You know, when they're 10. Oh, yes, mommy, mommy, mommy. Right. We, I trust your daddy, daddy. Yes, of course, I trust you. We're, we love you and we have your best interest at heart. So when this comes up again, mm-hmm. then I want you to remember this conversation. Mm-hmm. We love you. We want what's best for you. We're going to help you navigate stuff and just kind of laid the foundation mm-hmm. for that. But that we didn't do that till they were 10 or 11. I think that's too late now. I think, I think eight, nine. Just depends on what they're hearing in school, I it guess. Depends what they're hearing in yeah, school. I would just, agree with that. And not all at once. Not this big information dump, no. but just like gauge. Well, mm-hmm. What do you think about this? And however they answer that question determines what your answer and how comprehensive it might be. Mm-hmm. I so. mean, you can have all kinds of really good conversations with your little people, early elementary. Like a what is what is marriage for? What's what are mommy and daddy for? And, and you can start building this picture of what does it look like to be a family? What is it? What does it look like? What's the purpose of God putting us in families? What are we supposed to be doing for each other and with each other? And and then you back out of that, right? Because the whole dating thing is supposed to lead you <laughs> to that again, right? Mm-hmm. It's this this cycle. And so, if you help your child unpack, like, hey, what's God doing when He put us in families? Why are we here? What can we do for each other? Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think I think the opposite is a lot of times true. I guess this is what I mean by saying I wish I'd had some different conversations because um, to me it was like, okay, well, like we watched The Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink and all those great John Hughes movies. And so it was kind of like, all right, so at some random point on 14, 15, I'm supposed to like somehow go out and get this boyfriend somehow or like Lori, it's open the doors and okay, everyone line up. (laughs) I'm 16, right? What's wrong with those guys? (laughs) Dummies. And then you maybe are, maybe you do have a boy that, do you like me? Yes, no. Yes, I do. And so, okay, now you're whatever boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever that means. But he hasn't watched the same movies as you. So he has no idea. He's a 14 year old boy. He has no idea what he's supposed to be or do as a boyfriend, except what he's seen on YouTube or TikTok Mm. or the internet. Right? right? And the same for you. So um, unless you've given your child a better instruction manual than the internet or their friends, what else are they, how are they going to know? Well, I mean, you, okay, you don't have this in our notes, I don't think, unless I missed it. But like you, 
your husband dated your daughter, you dated your son. We did that and we we did it too. And we said, this is what you should expect. You, you know, David's like, you mm-hmm. should expect a young man to open the door for you. You should expect him to pay for your meal. You should expect him to be interested in you. You should expect him to treat you well. And even, I mean, my dad didn't say those things to me, but he did those things he modeled them. for me. And mm-hmm. so I, if a guy was disrespectful to me, I'd be like, oh, no, right. I'm not having that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm of more value than that. Uh, so those are the kinds of things you can do from the very beginning. Sure. Right. You're laying a foundation. You don't even realize... Um, like when you, I, I mean, I'm thinking like, you know, we always pray for our children, our girls' husbands, but really, I mean, we were, we were laying a foundation in them on what we were wanting them to look for. Maybe not even like, I'm, I love y'all's intentionality with the whole dating thing. Um, Robert, I mean, he has not dated all, every single one of our girls, but he's definitely done enough of what I would say the modeling of what kind of man they're looking for. Um, but he had to be, I say the word every time, so intentional about that. But I'm not even sure if everything he was doing, he realized that how that was intentionally impacting them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and what they were looking for to where at this point, they are looking for a man that's a lot like their daddy, but it's mm-hmm. because he's modeled so much for them. Um, and thank the Lord, that is pretty much who they've been dating and mm-hmm. seeking out as their dates, um, mm-hmm. whether they do end up marrying these you know, these people are not, Mm -hmm. um, thank goodness, but that's panned out so far. So good. So, and I think everything that we've been talking about is, um, really goes back to making sure that we are, um, staying in touch with our children and we're, um, having a good relationship with them because I think it's those times, you know, when they do hit those, we hit those periods where we don't see eye to eye, whether it's about a boy or a girl, um, or something that they want to do. And if we've laid that foundation, um, and like you said, Renee, do you trust me? Yeah, I trust you, but I don't like what you have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, let's walk that. Um, and so when we, just be super intentional, super aware of whenever we are going through patches where we are not seeing eye to eye with our kids, that we stay extra close and we pay extra attention to what's going on. Um, because I think those are the times where we are like, I don't even want to be around you right now. <laughs> and then we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the scariest thing. It's so scary. It's so traumatic. I'm <laughs> thinking about it. It's just like, because, okay, you, you do all this. Like, we're trying, we're actually being like somewhat intentional here. Mm-hmm. And... And then you see your child with the person they're dating, and um, my the both the t- people that my children dated they married. So I can say this, and you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And I saw gaps in my parenting when I saw how my children interacted with the person that they were dating. Like, just I mean, not even like um, super dangerous things, but just like not being able to communicate. Not finding your voice, not being able to do um, healthy conflict resolution. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I thought that's what we've modeled for you, our whole marriage. And then I'm like, well, we actually don't fight that much. Maybe we didn't actually model that. And I don't think I taught you that either. So let's just come over here and have a little debrief about how we disagree and how we can be respectful and find voices and things like that. And I, I mean, it's a whole thing, moms. So if it feels hard, 
It's because it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just when you think it, you're they're past all the the yeah. upbringing piece. Yes. It's like, oh wait, and right. enters a boy. That's yeah, right. uh-huh. and the, yeah, with having a boy, so it, I'm th- I was thinking of Emma in that situation. But with Houston, I was very concerned he would be respectful of her yes. and and appreciate and respect her, and not even respect her boundaries. Have boundaries mm-hmm. of his own, of course, and um, and that was his responsibility to be sure that he did not take advantage of her because sweet Caitlin, I love you so much. You love him so much. And I, I was like, Houston, don't you dare take advantage of that because mm-hmm. she is crazy about you mm-hmm. and I would never want you to hurt her. Right. So we had to debrief, you know, in that way with him, it's just, it's a lot of stuff. People, people are stuff. precious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all, we're all image bearers of God and we're all precious. And woo. I was, so I asked my kiddos what they thought dating was for. And um, my daughter-in-law asked her too because she was right there. Um, And they said they thought it was for – they said they thought they found out as much about themselves as they did about what you're talking about, how to relate to another person. In our case, with a a brother and sister in the house, they're kind of learning opposite sex dynamics and how that works a little bit. you know, he's not wrestling her to the ground and she's not, stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know yeah. what you can and can't do, stuff right. like that. But um, like in the course of dating, which is not serious heavy dating for any either of them really, but um, it was, yeah, like what you said, how do I resolve conflict or um, how do I act physically? I mean, your, your hormones are like nuts, yes. right? And you want to... Is it okay to sit on his lap? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's oh not. Oh, my goodness. Is those it okay conversations. to, uh, you know, sit on, snuggle under a blanket and watch a movie together? Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's right in the middle of the living room and the doors are open. Yeah. Not the best idea. Right. Just like, Bonnie, just like I had to say, don't drink the bath water. I, I remember the first time I said, don't drink the bath water. And then I had an out-of-body experience. And I was like, I'm actually saying that to another human being. Don't drink your bath water. The pool of filth that you're sitting in. Don't drink that. Just like that, you have to say these kinds of things to your teenagers. Yeah. Like, you like you have to spell it out. I think that's beautiful. Um, and I think your kids will appreciate that. I think it's you have to do it depending on your child. It sounds to me that you could speak just like that to your children and they w- swallowed that pill and that was great, mm-hmm. Mom. Um, I'm oh, not sure. No, no, no. Oh, they, they weren't? Were, they were not happy. Okay. My, <laughs> they my, were not on the happy. other hand, I don't know. Um, just kind of as we saw things unfold is when we kind of discussed some things yeah, um, is kind of how it worked. So I don't, it wasn't like, okay, before they walk in this house, this, 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 and this. Um, it was more yeah. of as we, yes. as things yes. happened. That's the same thing. So, yes. And then we're talking about, okay. Did you, were you surprised? Like, I was surprised. I was like, I thought you knew better. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't feel any of that. Yeah. I didn't feel any of that. You are cracking <laughs> me up. You I were freaking out facial expressions <laughs> when she says that. <laughs> you you were you were nervous about it then. Oh, yeah. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel, maybe I'm very naive. I didn't feel a nervousness about it, Lori. I don't know if you did. I know there, I think what I felt was, um, okay, maybe I need to step back. It was the person that was coming to be around my child that I wasn't nervous about because I liked the character of that child. If it was a really wild child, I might be saying a whole different thing. So the the one we the road we walked down, I didn't feel as much yeah. that way. So like so it, therefore so like curfew. I wasn't as, yeah. 
Did you have a curfew? Um, me as growing up, I not, did. Yeah, we did. But my too. children, no, I did no, not. No, we a didn't. We never had curfew. You, Mine you just, did. you had to. Ours did too. You just said what we said. What's the activity you're doing, yeah. and when does it end? Okay, yeah. then then you have to be home at such and such time. That okay, was it. Well, then that, but that was with friends, and then you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend comes mm-hmm. into the mix, mm-hmm. and you know, one time they get back really late, and you're like, "What were you thinking? Well, you said there was no curfew." Valid point. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to have to debrief about what that looks like, yeah. you know. And and so, yeah, I I agree. I, I think that it's fine to navigate as you go. It's just, wow, I saw all the holes. I saw all the holes. I saw all the things I thought, oh, yeah, that's in there. That's in that moral warehouse. That's down in their heart. It's good. And um, it was partly there, maybe. Or, yeah, or kind of sort of hanging out of the shelf. But they're all of a sudden flexing but, a muscle. They've never flexed that's right. either. Yes, so that's now, right. I mean, it was there. I bet you it was there. Yeah. But it was just now you're having to go, okay, oh, now we've got to put this into play. We can talk about it all day long, but yeah. until it, you know, the rubber hits the road. That's right. Here's the context so, of it. Yeah. So I think one thing we did not, our family did not really discuss because I just, that's what I'm saying. I thought they always assumed to be knowing these things, but like, what is the purpose why do you want to date this person? What do you think the purpose of a boyfriend or girlfriend is? Mm. And I think in probably probably more for my daughter than my son, but both of them, mm-hmm. it was, well, that's kind of what everybody else is sort of seeming to do now. And it's kind of this expectation that, okay, I should be looking around also to find people that I think are attractive or who find me attractive because mm. it's flattering. Mm-hmm. Both of them had people ask them out, mm-hmm. my son included. Um, and... You know, you kind of do you say yes just because that feels good, or why? So we, I wish that I had dug a little deeper into the why do you want to date this person because mm-hmm. they make you feel good. That's or a great question. Because you're interested in them in a real way, or like why? Where's right. that? What's where's this end? I like that, Bonnie. Um, I wish I would have done the same thing. It's interesting because in preparation for this, I, I did speak to quite a few high school students and ask them. And um, I work with a, a large group of students and who all of them love to date and they date a lot. <laughs> so I asked them, I was like, okay, so I said, what do y'all think the point of dating is um, in high school? Resounding, there is no reason to date in high school. And I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. <laughs> y'all love to date. And they're like, yeah, but there's really no point in it. And I said, well, then then pause and tell me, why do you date if there's no point in dating in high school? And they said, um, because we like the attention. Sure. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like the attention? Right. That doesn't, I, mm-hmm. I could have answered that. We like the attention. Yeah. Is and this we, girls mostly you're, you're yeah. polling? And a few boys. Okay. And a few boys. And we like to have people to do stuff with. Yeah. Which is a valid, a valid. thing to do. Very valid. Very valid. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Like but it's not attention. really going anywhere. Yeah. What's that? What's that about? And they think, know Lori? it's not going to be forever. We like the attention. Well, they said they said there's no real point in dating until you get to college. And I said, well, why is that? And they said, well, whenever you're in college, you're looking for your forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is what we told our kids. We said you just you're not ready to be married at 18, so they got married at 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I mean, the point is to. To find someone, mm-hmm. in, I mean, in a Christian worldview, sure. I think a, mm-hmm. a different, you know, other people have different views on that. But I'm thinking from a Christian worldview, the point is to find that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And are you ready to do that when you're 16 years old? Mm-hmm. No, 
No, you're not. You can't even keep your room clean. I know. Can I ask you when you're, you can't even keep your room clean. That's great. Um, Do you care if I ask you, like, so when you told your kids that they couldn't date, were they like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it just was like, I can't imagine my parents have said that to me. Cause like when I said that, you know, if they gave me the line, I wanted to cross that line. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like I can't, I'm, as I'm playing that out in my brain. But we also remember we said to that. You, but you, it doesn't mean you can't go out with groups of people, and that's not legalistic. If you get asked to prom or a dance of some sort, yes, sure. go. I want you to have that experience and have fun. And by God's grace, they both. But just try to not that. to be focused on one person, and exactly. they get so wrapped up in this one other person. Mm-hmm. And I definitely obsessed. think that's a yeah. It's just too much too soon. Which it is will too much, because yeah. high school is not forever. It will guaranteed end in heartbreak. For mm-hmm. one or both parties, it yeah. Can, then you've got much. to talk through that, mm-hmm. and you've given your your emotional self and possibly your physical self mm-hmm. and a lot to of memories of growing up. Memories. Uh-huh. I mean, I, you hear the stories of of girls that'll say, "I feel like I dated this one person all through high school, and I don't have any really high school memories because, or any high school friends because I just was with this guy that whole time or yeah. whatnot." Yeah, yeah. We did navigate that when um, my children's friends got a boyfriend or a girlfriend. How they kind of just got dropped Don't push to the friend and I said you know that's actually just a life lesson that mm-hmm. you're going to have to learn and now don't be that person mm-hmm. who does that to your friends you need to keep a balance and if this person is keeping you from all your people then that's a red red flag of its of its own yeah. which if they can join your group and have fun that's with the right. group then it's a different story yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and we wanted them at our house. We we yeah. were, we were very much like you're, you can come to our house, but you can't be in our house alone. Yes. So that now changes your entire rhythm of your life mm-hmm. because we were committed to trying to not tempt them to sin in any way or break mm-hmm. the rules. So we would want we'd have to be here. So then there was never more TV time with just me and David. It's us <laughs> and this other. Person on the couch and, you know, but, you know, that's just the, that's parenting. Did you let you, them, um, I'm going to ask you, um, yeah. did you let them like in a room by themselves? Not with no. the, no, wait, not with the door necessarily closed, but could they have gone and watched a movie without you and David sitting in the room? They, just so they could be downstairs in, in the kitchen and we could be upstairs in the bonus room. They could be outside on the back porch. There's a TV on the back porch. Yeah. They could be out on the back porch. So they could be alone, alone, yeah. but they weren't necessarily in a closed room, and of course, by themselves. they could be in a car together, but we didn't want them in a parked car together for all the reasons that we all of know. Course. So Just kind of curious how, how you guys navigate yeah, that. Yeah, same. We're, but you can, but you lay all that stuff that's out. Right. Yes. And how easy is it for them to do whatever they yeah. want to do I, anyway? I was just going to say, um, yeah. But I think, I do think your kids pay attention um, to how you handle that in your home. Because w- what you're also saying is, hey, I care about you, mm-hmm. that this boy doesn't take advantage of you. So we are putting, like we have a, our front room, um, so they could go to the front room, but there's glass doors on that front room. So I get that you want to be alone. I'm not even going to deny that or act like, Ooh, why did you want to be alone? I mean, I'm not trying to make it a, some horrible thing, but at the same time, um, here's yeah. the, here's the glass doors. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Don't do, you know, some of those and why would you understand why? Yes. We understand why. Okay. Yeah. Not, Cause I don't trust yeah. you. We all know you've mm-hmm. got hormones. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, there. just like I, I just want to just set them up to succeed, knowing that uh, just like I did it too, you know, I wouldn't leave the front door open and say, don't go in the street. Right. I would lo- close the front door and leave it locked. So the the boundaries were, here's right. what here's what we expect of you as the Sproles, but knowing that they could choose to do what they wanted to do That's right. in the end, I just wanted to make it 
where they had to be intentional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go out of their so, way. You're going to have to go out of your way. <laughs> I'm not going to make it easy for you to fall into a right. ditch because that's my job. My job's not to, to live your life for you. My job's just to set you up for success. And then it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think your um, younger si- – I did. I learned from – I have three way older sisters, and I observed quite a bit from them. But I definitely think my kids are three years apart. This younger learned from the older one. More what not to do, I think, than the opposite. Because uh, – and I don't know, Lori, maybe you see this more with girls. I think girls – it wasn't when I was growing up, but now the girls are the ones who tend to be, well, they mature faster. Mm-hmm. So they're into it quicker. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones texting, 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 and not stopping or, um, you know, pushing to go on the date or do whatever or get the attention. They're, they like the attention more. And our rule in our house was I have to meet, like, we have to meet this person. Absolutely. You're not going anywhere with anybody I've never seen laid eyes on before. So, and if they're not big enough or whatever enough to come up to me in the car after school and meet, at least have a conversation in the pickup line, that's off the table. Forget right. it. So there were a couple that had to come over to the house for that reason that were like, are you kidding me? And the <laughs> little brother, like they stayed for maybe 30 minutes and the little brother was like, that was the dumbest person I've ever seen. Why would you ever have that person? Like he was so honest. <laughs> that was great because he could say what you were thinking oh, and never heard of me mad at you. Oh. And she's like, I know. I know. Oh, I know that's why. cute. I love but, that. Yeah. So what do you what do you see with girls versus boys in your work? As far as Am I off did boys that? okay, did boys initiate because Bob Webb forbade me from even calling my boyfriend I was engaged to. Oh, like, wow. It was inappropriate. Girls do not call boys. So, oh, you know, this is out of fashion. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying this is where I came from. So I, I'm assuming it's more equal playing field or maybe even what Bonnie's saying, that girls are doing the initiating. Is there is there back and forth? Are kids even dating? Do they do group dates? What are they doing, Lori? Well, that's that's why I was like, I'm not sure how to answer that question because the whole world of dating is so different even than like three years ago. Hmm. Um, I think for teenagers, especially, I mean, you know, they're talking to each other, but it's, it's such a virtual world. Mm. Um, so you text all the time to everybody and, um, and everybody knows where everybody is and it's just, I do I, appreciate life 360. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> so do they. And yeah. They stalk each other on it and uh-huh. it's not pretty when they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, I, I think it's an even playing field. Girls, you know, initiate, initiate. as much as guys do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are girls, are, are they, so they're dating. You the, At least this group from the private school you're a part of, mm-hmm. their kids are dating. Mm-hmm. And I asked some college students okay. as well. And they, and they're also dating. It, it worries me because the national numbers are actually, they're in deep decline. Mm-hmm. So, and I think you have to define dating. You like, know, like, would you like to go to dinner? <laughs> Do you want to meet for coffee? You know, that's to me, I'm talking about an event you yeah. plan to go on in order to, to get to know, in order better, to get to know or one to another. Know if we're compatible. Yeah. That's, that's my definition of dating. What is the world? Yeah. What are they defining I think it that's, as? I think that's people's desire, but they don't know how to do that because so much of it, I mean, they don't know how to talk to each other a lot of times because, um, they're texting so much or they're, Snapchatting so much, or they're mm. you know TikToking or 
whatever. So to spend a solid hour face to face with someone is that's hard. Scary. Oh, wow. I mean, that's hard for 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 kids these days. I mean, it just is um, unless they've got some common ground. And I think that that's where, you know, when you were raising our kids, we try to be intentional with the people that they spend time with when when they are under our control. Um, and, you know, you, you made a comment about um, school. Um, and I, you know, I started working at the Christian school about five years ago, and I, I couldn't get through, probably it took me half a year to get through chapel in the mornings because I just, it brought me to tears every single time. Because I thought to myself, my kids miss this because my kids didn't go to a Christian school. Um, and it was fine. They were fine. But had I intentionally been putting them in a position that they would have been poured into daily, um, would things be different for some of my kids? I think they would have. Mm. So, you know, those are hard questions, but they go into who do we put our kids around? Mm-hmm. Um, who do we... Because like you said, you know, you say no, um, some of my kids are going to be like, okay, some of my kids are going to go watch me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. So um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad telling me um, that I was going to go to a Christian university. I could pick. Mine did too. And he said legit, like the main reason is because you will likely meet your spouse and you'd have to. You, you have to marry someone who's a Christian. I mean, he didn't say you have to, but you know what I mean. He expected, of course, as a Christian, that's what you would, what you would do. And so, um, yeah, when you're just talking about the the Christian environment, it, it's it. So it, there is a there is an element um, of dating where there's not a lot of Christians mm-hmm. in our in our children's world. So even for like a prom or a you know, a casual thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a hard question as a parent to decide. Okay, do I say yes to that? That's a fun thing. I just yes. told you I really wanted Emma to go get the pedicure and the manicure and find the, the dress, dress and all the do the hair and all the fun things. But if they weren't a Christian, you know what what signal is that sending? Because that's a clear, you know, mandate in Scripture. We're forbidden to yoke ourselves with someone who's not of like mind, right? And so, Ooh. that's a hard one because, like, my husband. He, I mean, we knew him, but he was not um, an active Christian whenever I started dating him. Um, And I, but we knew him, we knew his character, Mm -hmm. we knew his heart. And so I kind of have, a, I think maybe a little bit of different perspective of yes, um, but you've got to know that person. Mm -hmm. And I, and there's questions down the road about, um, you know, do you have the same rules for your kids? And, and Amy and I talked a lot about how with each one of our kids in dating and the, the guidelines that we set up were different for mm-hmm. each one of our kids yes. um, and based on who they were interested in. Yeah. Um, because yeah. If, if you the knew person coming the through the door, mm-hmm. yeah. it was a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if you knew their mm-hmm. family, um, it was – you gave them a little bit more room. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, that's exactly what we did Yeah, it's because we knew yeah. – we knew that the, yeah, families the ones that of were the children. Yeah. 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 It's just lots of we're we're just saying again, there's a lot to consider here. Yeah. There's a lot to God consider. God promises wisdom yes. if we ask for it. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good time to just remember that. Yeah, and promises praying. it. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is that from the time they're born and we start those prayers for our children and their spouses. And 
earnestly pray for that. And sometimes I just don't understand why things happen um, and why why bad things happen um, in dating relationships and why my kids get hurt sometimes. But I just have to trust God's hand in that and that He He can um, turn any situation into something good. Mm-hmm. It really is a journey. You know, you pray and you pray and you pray. Yeah. And then you get those prayers answered and you're you're just like, wow, this is beautiful. This is the person I've prayed for all this time. And then you're questioning, like, why do I feel deep grief? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to put it out there that that it's also fine to feel you know, really grateful and also a a deep grief when your family is fundamentally changing its composition Mm. as, and it really does start when they start dating. Mm -hmm. And I felt it in my spirit. I was like, I love our family of four. Like these are my people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's just okay to acknowledge that there's these back and forth emotions Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you, when you love your family dynamic Mm -hmm. and the dating years begin, everything changes. Everything changes. And it's just good to acknowledge it. I wish someone would have told me that you can also you can hold joy and gratitude to God and grief in in you know intention. We're not there yet, but I do know what you mean. We are for the dating, but not yours is completely changed for the fact that both are married. It's just kind of yeah. It's just kind of clicked for me in the last year. And so Emma's been married four years. Houston's coming up on two years and it's just started to feel like uh, the the seven because of daddy lulu girl <laughs> um if that feels like my tribe now mm. but there was there was so that's four years of settling in let's get to our list of questions yeah this is just stuff if your child is in middle school or upper elementary or high school and you're wondering oh no this is about to befall our family um I checked the phone last night and there's there's texts from another person. Like, okay, then what kind of conversations do you want to be having? What kind of questions here and there on your way to your sports game or your right. you know, church group? What do you want to be talking about in the car? And number Very one casually. Number one, we've talked about a lot, which is what's the point of dating? Right. Um, did you all talk about this with your with your girls? <laughs> I did not have the conversation, what's the point of dating? Um, I'm probably gonna be the weird mom here. I don't know. I when um a boy entered our house and I mean, number one, I liked the kid. Number two, um I thought it was kind of fun. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was excited for for her. So I'm just like, okay, here we go. Um I will say, um, Here's here's what I when we say you start way back here you really kind of do because as they're developing you have their ear I mm, mean you're able to mm-hmm. point out lots of things to your kids about you know this look at that precious family look at them isn't isn't he cute meaning like not that he's cute like adorable although yes yeah, some, some really cutie boys kind? but mm-hmm. yeah um isn't he kind I love how he respects his mom or I love their family dynamic isn't he a lot of fun I like you just like little things like that not necessarily saying look for that boy but characteristics right. of yeah. a boy um but you have their ear and trust they're paying attention to what you're saying um so I think you're laying that groundwork way back here because when they start getting to high school, yes, I hope that they're still listening to you. But it starts, you you get less and less and their friends and everything gets more and more. Mm-hmm. So, but when that boy rolls around, what you hope and pray is that you did put all those thoughts that, that the person that they're looking for is the kind of person that hopefully you've been planting inside their little 
heads, then they don't even realize that maybe you have. So I think that matters way back, way back. Yes. Well, even in high school, um, when, you know, Emma or Houston would be interested in someone, we just had them write down what they liked about them. Like, just, just keep a little tat, just keep a little running list. Mm-hmm. Tell, like, what do you, just notice. Mm-hmm. And the, it was interesting. The list changed over time. So as they um, were doing this exercise, they'd be like, well, you know, their tone of voice is actually not awesome, <laughs> you know, in such and such situation. Mm-hmm. And I was so grateful. They were paying attention. That they were paying attention. Yeah. And so that was one of the, the little tidbits I got from Joey and Carla Link's material on the, on dating. Was Making a list? To have them make lists. Like make a list. Make a list of what you would love to have in a mm-hmm. spouse one day. And um, also now make a list of what are you seeing in these people? Why are you liking them? It's kind of a self-awareness thing. Mm-hmm. Like who am I drawn to and why? Mm-hmm. My middle daughter did that. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Amy, but she she did that when she was, I think, 15 and she had a journal entry where she made a list of, of all the qualities she was looking for um, in a husband. And uh, I found that book, I think, like two or three days before her wedding. And so Drew, my husband, married them, and he brought that journal and used that in their wedding mm. ceremony and said, you know, here's all the things Matt, Maddie was looking for. And Dylan, Here he you stands. fit every single one of those pieces of those big pieces Mm -hmm. for her. So I think for, for that daughter, she was very intentional in looking for someone that had those qualities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. What did you do with yours in terms of, did you sit them down and and go, Hey girls, what's the point of dating? Or what did, what did you do with them? No. It was survival. I had three kids. You kept them busy enough with sports. That, that, yeah, they were like, you know, a year and a half apart. It was all I could do to survive. Um, however, I, I, you know, along the way in those conversations, I would drop little morsels like, um, you know, hey, watch how um, this person Perfect. treats their mama. Amen. Because if they don't treat their mama well, they are not going to treat right. you well. Mm. So we would, I would just drop little morsels along Love the that. way. My kids tend to do better with just... They don't do well with large talks. That's I think great. Just the same do. thing, saying, yeah. look at this, look at the how look he at acts, that. look yes. at this, look at that. Yeah. yeah. I would even, um, like, you know, when you're sitting at a light and there's somebody that come drive up beside you and <laughs> their motor's really loud and they got their, yes. you know, everything's really loud. And I would sit there and say, now that is someone who disrespects other people. Like, that is not someone you want to spend time with. Like, I don't even know that person <laughs> in that car, but- that what they are saying yes. to everyone yeah. around is yeah. I could give a rip about you. And, and anybody, I'm more important and than all my loud yeah. noise. Yeah, yeah. but my boys paid attention. I know they paid attention to those things. Yes. Um, pointing out those bad characteristics too. Yeah. You don't want that. Great so. ideas. Right. These are all good talking points. They are good. So good. Okay, so talk about trust too. You've been talking about this, hopefully, since they were little in one way or another, modeling it in yes. some way or, or literally talking about it because trust is a vital part of any relationship. So – just ask. Oh, you like this guy, huh? You like this girl. Is she trustworthy? Is he trustworthy? How would you know? What would tell you that? And are you trustworthy? Like, Are you keeping each other's secrets or is it this kiss and tell drama thing that you're mm. telling all your friends mm. every detail of everything? That's a big um, long-term relationship goal. Yeah. Um, I want to say I'm, I'm not necessarily that topic, but mm-hmm. um, when we did the girl – podcast, um, or the daughter podcast that we did. Um, my word I said over and over was communication and boy, that communication 
you don't start to think now we're going to start communicating because really what they start to do is shut down on you yeah. when they start dating because there there there's a little of independence at that. There's a lot with it. Um, so you better have that communication way back here and mm-hmm. that foundation laid. So by the time that they are dating, they may not listen to you all the time, but they are used to listening to yes. you. Mm-hmm. That's um, so good. So I think that's a big one. So as for that trust piece, um, then if they are doing the kiss and tell or the drama or whatnot, hopefully you're able to say, hey, let's let me talk to you about yeah. this um, or why this isn't a wise decision or whatever. Right. But, and it's 100% always better to ask questions than to tell anything. Yes. <laughs> Open-ended questions. Yes. Kind of not telling. Yeah. yeah, not yes or no questions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I've, I'm going to speak to that for a sec too. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori and I were talking about this the other day. Um, I would say to um, the girls, like rather than saying, let's say something I see that's happening with them mm. specifically or in the relationship. But instead of me saying, Hey, I'm noticing this, I would speak about another couple or somebody else's child and say, you know, I heard that they're doing this. And that's just kind of, I'm really impressed that they're doing this or how they put these boundaries on themselves. I thought that was kind of, but it had nothing to do. I didn't say it to them. <laughs> she backdoored it. Oh, mm-hmm. big time. But you know mm-hmm. what? guarantee they're listening yeah uh, you know so it wasn't me and there, guess what now we're still talking yeah. my door of communication mm-hmm. is still open with my child you haven't criticized I haven't you haven't criticized yeah. they haven't shut down on That's me right. yeah mm-hmm. so and, and, and you're talking about positive <laughs> you're not you're talking about positive things positive. that you see and you're absolutely. not tearing down somebody else no except for that guy with a loud car yeah. absolutely <laughs> or the guy that cuts you off in traffic <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm right there so yeah. disrespectful <laughs> Oh, okay. So did y'all talk about um, flirting or <laughs> texting oh my goodness. or anything We're like the that? worst to be talking to about <laughs> so this, <bad>. y'all. <laughs> well, there's nothing better than a flirt. I mean, I, mean, I love now. so good flirts. <laughs> she and I both are like on the same page. Like, my favorite thing was flirting. So... I get it. You want to flirt? Go for it. I'd much rather have a lot of flirting going on yeah. than let's jump into five serial yeah, serial voices. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just be light and and go out as friends and be you know have fun in that way. Yeah, you don't have to take everything to the next level. Yeah, true. I I, I, I did spend a lot of time talking to my kids about texting. Um, Because I think that it can, you know, we talk a lot about, of course, I'm a speech therapist, so I'm talking a lot about, hey, so much emotion. You can't hear your tone of voice when you're texting. You can't hear this. You say stuff, but you won't say it to their face. So, you know, we always just talk about, all right, now they don't. Let me just pause. My kids don't always follow what I say. Of course. I mean, let me just really, I can say this. That's such a foreign concept I mean, to us. For those of you listening out there, <laughs> you've, you've gotten a text from any of my kids. <laughs> Please don't judge me for this. <laughs> but just know that on the back end, that's what I told them. Yeah. yeah. So now what is it? Um, the flirting is sliding up on somebody's story. Isn't that a flirt? Oh, and liking their post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, and but sliding also, up, I think, is one where oh, like, yeah. oh, they're they slide they up on check, their story. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure. That means they're okay. checking on you. They're okay. checking you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, the other thing real quick with the texting, I always told my, my girls and I tell the girls I work with, um, whatever you send to somebody, just bank on maybe a parent is checking that text. So don't send a text that you don't want their mom or dad to see. I mean, that's just, you know, just be aware of that. So if you're mad, don't put that out there because that's hard for a mama to forgive mm-hmm. whenever you are reading 
your kids text and you see them saying something mean to your child. Mm-hmm. And again, there's like you said, there's no tone. That's right. That's right. So it's it can sound mm-hmm. it can sound screamy when it's not. It That's can right. be wor- it can it can be screaming because it is. I mean, it's just yeah, it's it's, hard. it's tricky. Yeah, I think this was a good one. Um, you need to look at how strong your young adult's self esteem is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I think they're conditioned to have a relationship because that's what's going to make them feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the proof that they're lovable and good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so that conversation needs to be had lots and lots and lots of times. Like you said, from way back, right. like that is not what makes you you and what is makes it, you valuable or beautiful or any of those things. Is right? it even possible to get that to sink in though? Cause I think I probably had the best parents in the world in this area. Well, it won't sink in if you don't at least try My dad was so good at loving me well and being that, like showing me how a man should be. And he built me up with words and um, it wasn't all about my looks. It was about my, you know, the whole package. And yeah, when I didn't get asked out in high school, I was like, what's wrong with me? Why is nobody, mm. you know, those thoughts did go through my head. I could get, I could get back around to there's somebody for me those guys are just dumb, you know, right, <laughs> whatever right. I need they're to losing say. Out. Yeah, they're missing out. But I did feel kind of lonely oh. at times. Yeah. And so, it, it, I mean, I don't know how the, how it couldn't feel that way some. Mm-hmm. But you had a, you, in the end, if you think about it, you still had a really strong self-esteem. I mean, you, you always doubt yourself at times. And mm-hmm. I think if you're, especially a teenager, you're going to doubt, yeah. you're going to compare yourself to everybody. You, you are going to do mm-hmm. that. Even without a cell phone, you still did that. Absolutely. So, um, but your dad still did a great job. Yeah. I mean, don't throw that out, obviously. Right. Um, it's just going to happen, I think, is what I'm thinking. It's just going to happen. That's a part of growing yeah. up. But I, I, when you said about your dad, that's really what I was going to say about that mm-hmm. self-esteem. Holy smokes. If I'm speaking from a mama with only girls, mm-hmm. that daddy matters so much. Yep. It's not yep. even funny. Um, and I don't mean just the kiss goodnight or just his presence in the house. It is the loving on you, mm-hmm. cuddling with mm-hmm. you. And um, Robert and I, when we were talking about this podcast, uh, you know, we just digesting some of these questions is like, you know, we never asked this question. We didn't do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, you not, know, we're going. Certainly we're not going, saying we did either. <laughs> but um, he was like, you know, Amy, the one thing you did, and Robert was an only child, he said, is you reminded me often. Mm. Um, yeah. Hey, Robert, guess what? If you're not giving it to them, they're going to go find it some way or another. So, you got to give extra, extra affection. Mm-hmm. You've got to give over compliments. You've got to be present with mm-hmm. them because if not, they are going to seek it out. Um, and not usually is it in the most positive of forms. So anyway, yep. but I think they're strong because of that. So your dad did a fabulous yeah, job with he did. that. He and did. you sought out a good man. Right. You're not I'm, settling I'm, for. Yeah, you mm-hmm. didn't. But yeah, Dregs. I think that's a part of development. Yeah. Your kid's yeah, going to sit yeah. home alone. They're going to feel not the 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 pretty one and this girl's do, getting all these things but um, well, I think it's important too that you share your experiences yes. with your kids mm-hmm. um, because I can remember you know I joked around you know when I was 16 and there was nobody asking me out I mean you know and I'm not um, shy. So I asked one of the guys one time, I was like, hey, why isn't anybody asking me out? Like, what's wrong here? And he, I'll never forget. He looked at me and he was like, they called me Smalls. They're like, Smalls, it's because you're not dating material. And I was like, what, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, like you're 
wife material. We don't want to date you in high school. We want to marry you. How about that? What a compliment. You were like, thank you, friends. I was like, no, let's go out on a date. (laughs) That's great. What a compliment. And so, you know, but I shared that with my girls and I was like, ladies, you have to realize what most, what a lot of guys are looking for in high school. And I was Mm -hmm. like, just hold on. Mm -hmm. Like, just wait and know that it's because they want to marry you someday, Mm -hmm. you know, and just constantly pouring that into them. That's great. Yeah. So you also need to talk to your kiddos. Um, What are some red flags in relationships? How Mm. would you recognize them? How do you know when it's time to stop dating the person or break up? (laughs) Yeah. Can we we talk about that? Because I, I see this kids a lot these days they just drag it out they will not like they will not break up and my gut is it's because they're sleeping together mm. and you got all this chemical stuff going on that's bonding you to that other person and they can't seem to bring themselves to do it but i think there's probably other things at play here because you i think i didn't do that at all i didn't talk to my kids about when to stop dating someone or what a red flag would be talk to us lori what what do we? Lori's hand went straight up. What do we need to? What do we need to be talking? <laughs> well, to you our took kids it in about? a direction I wasn't going in, but I'll I'll address that. Um, I think that so much. I think it goes back to us making sure that our children have know their identity, because I think whenever they start dating a boy or girl seriously, so much so much of the time, their identity is wrapped up in who that other person is or who they are with that other person, and not who they are independently. And so we, I have tried, I know Amy and I have talked about mm-hmm. trying to raise independent women, mm-hmm. not, you know, women's, you know, rights, rah, 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 but um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, standing alone and being okay standing alone mm-hmm. and, and not putting everything into that one person um, because that's hard. I mean, that, and then you have to break that off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So if you're so if your daughter like what would be a red flag? What would you what would you tell them? What's a red flag for your daughter like hey whoa 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 I or for your kids. son for the crazy girl that's dating your son. I asked my girls this. I said um what what is a red flag in a relationship? And my oldest said I think that one of the biggest red flags is if you are afraid to bring that person around your family. Or if you are hiding them or that relationship from your family, that is a huge red flag that you probably shouldn't be dating them. Mm-hmm. I think there's a big, big difference between privacy and secrecy. Yes. And need to know the difference between the two. And yeah, if you are, if you have to hide it, it's probably not what you need to be doing. I think of another red okay. flag is... Um, if there's like a scorched earth behind them, like they don't have mm. any um, long-lasting friendships. If really. all their exes mm-hmm. hate them. Yeah. There's always a story why. It's not usually a good one, mm. you know. Um, and that goes for friendships as well. We talked about that sure. in our emotional intelligence. You know, when someone doesn't really have any relationships that go back farther than two years. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know a lot of girls have like – um. They just want to love and fix someone mm. and they know they can like, yeah. change them, right? But uh, that generally doesn't happen. And if that's the case, love and fix them as a friend. But don't love and fix them as a romantic partner or a relationship long term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, other smaller red flags are like, 
obvious physical like he abuse. never pays yes. you know like to me i'm like never pays i mean i like, yeah, I get people women's rights and all the things right. you can go dutch or whatever but um that or you know my dad would just freak out if they didn't get out of the car yep. and ring the doorbell mm. um oh for sure that kind of stuff there's little there's little just things that are red flags and, right uh-huh. and then again i mean and again back to Lori's point Someone can be a wonderful person in the rough. I'm not saying Drew was, but I'm thinking of, I, I know some young men who have had the adults in their life all let them down. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they did not get good training. That's right. And there's this beautiful diamond inside there. Yep. So you don't want to write someone off because they don't come knock on your door. Right. But also, you just want to, what are they characterized by? That's yeah. our question we come back to. What are they characterized they by? Mm-hmm. But, um, but I will say, um, Tread lightly there, parents, because if they do get serious and and you're the big protester and you're not a fan, they won't listen. They will not listen. That's why I'm kind of talking about that back door a little bit, um, because when they do shut down and it, I mean, it just happens. Um, if they, especially if they think you're against it. So you've got to figure out the way to do the back door, even mm-hmm. if it's somebody else, hopefully speaking into them, if they won't listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you might have to really up your game at that time if you're seeing the big red flags, but they're not seeing it. Don't turn your head to it. That's for sure. Yeah. There's it a just, lot of for my son in particular. He was real, very not interested in the, in the high maintenance relationship. Where you know, if you didn't text me back within ten minutes, uh-huh. we're gonna have it yeah. <laughs> have an issue. He wants, and he found his perfect partner who. If he wants to go play spike ball with friends, she's good with that. She's going to go find a tennis game somewhere else. You know, you got to give each other space. space and time and freedom to do your own thing, too. Right. It does not have to yeah, be when all When they're smothering consuming. you, it's probably not a That's good a thing. Red flag. Now, all of a sudden, you're their wubby, and you don't want to be their wubby. <laughs> no. Right. No. That's it's right. funny. I asked when I talked to the high school girls um, and some of the college girls about this, they all kept mentioning this one term, and I finally was like, "All right, someone please explain to me exactly what this term means." And so they all they all said, um, "If he's gaslighting you." Yep. And I had, yeah, yeah I know it. Yeah, I had not I'm feeling current. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I apparently am not. So I was like, "All right, please explain this term, gaslighting." And it's a pretty heavy term because it's really emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. And I'm always shocked. I was shocked at how many girls felt like they had been, their emotions had been manipulated. Mm. And I was like, talked, and they recognized that. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And they're like, well, like if, 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 if the person that you're dating uses something that has happened to make you guilt them into, into dating you or holds this over your head or makes you feel mm. smaller or weak, that's gaslighting. And I was like, good to know. Or and if they, they recognize it, if they make you, if they are reinterpreting an event, yes, in ways that are completely out of and manipulate the realm that. of reality, mm-hmm. um, think making you discount or um, question your perception of how things went down. Yep, mm-hmm. that's gaslighting, and that's hard as a parent to sit back and watch that happening to your child. Um, and you go into almost this mode of, um, you know, I will take you down <laughs> if you hurt her, mm-hmm. um, and I will stop at nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you you go in that mama bear mode. Uh-huh. I was just going to say that is one thing with dating when you um, when your child goes through a heartbreak or whatnot. 
you know, you thought you were a mama bear when your child was little. It's a whole different ball Ooh. game when somebody really breaks your child's heart. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it, it is, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's an emotional roller coaster for you too, as you're sitting yeah. there navigating this and questioning, I don't know, should they have even dated? I mean, maybe we should have, you know, you go through all of that too. Um, just, it's just an hard, hard, hard yeah. one to go down to. Yeah, it is. It's hard. Um, another great discussion to have is, um, like emotional intelligence that we've talked about a lot on here. So have you developed their ability to name their emotions? Can they tell you? Are they sad? Are they angry? Are they hangry? Are they all of, all mm. of those things? Um, and can they deal with them appropriately? So if you're having an argument with your boyfriend over something, um, like you said, modeling oh, that conflict yeah. and how do you say, hey, look, mm-hmm. are you in a place to talk about this right now? Mm-hmm. It's not, you better get out of your practice and come meet me outside or I'm going to key your car. It's like, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> have some emotional distance there and how do you work through that? Or the or the opposite. Um, are you going to acquiesce and not share your opinion for the next 50 years? Mm-hmm. Because that is the foundation you are laying. Mm. And if you don't learn to find your voice in a way that's respectful, um, then that's how your life is going to be. I'm just going to paint a picture for you. And they're never going to know any, they're never going to know that you're unhappy until things go really badly down the road when you can't take it anymore. Right. And so both of those extremes can happen depending on your child's disposition and the blend of you and your husband and what went on in your home and all the millions so, of things. Uh, Robert said earlier, he said, you know what? It's such a recipe. There's it really so is. much to the recipe. It really is. For it to turn out um, a lot. Yeah. But you want yeah. it to turn out well. It's God's cookbook. It's it God. really is. <laughs> you're, you're, writing, you're writing it down as you go. You're listening. You're you asking are. God, listening. You are. Talking to wise counsel, wise friends. Yeah. So I'm curious, Lori, have, have any of your people that, that you polled or or any, God forbid, any of us had the experience of like an unwanted advances or unwanted technological uh, bullying or stalking or that kind of thing with, did they talk about that when you 100%. asked your people? All of them? Every single one of them. Wow. Because, and I said, okay, I said, define that for me. Explain to me what that is. And when they started explaining it to me, I'm like, oh my word, I've done that. Because it's technology. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, so if you are um, stalking somebody, and you're because I did this with the people that my kids dated, I'm like, well, who is this kid? Who's their mom? Let me go on Facebook. Let me look at the mom. Let me look at the friends. Let me find who their friends are. What are they following? What have they liked? Mm-hmm. Because that's going to tell a lot about somebody. And so that's stalking. You know, but I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to do that. I mean, you're putting it <laughs> out mean, there. I'm going to see what exactly. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, but a lot of them, so like you take TikTok. Yeah. Okay. So if on TikTok, you know, they told me that like um, they can, you can look at TikTok and the profile views and you can see who's looked at your account and then you can see who's watching your account um, and, and they watch it over and over and over again. Like, so you can see how you many can see times? how many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Snapchat has okay. your snap maps. So they're stalking each other because if you keep your locations on, you don't keep it private, then anybody can see where you are at all times on snap maps. Um, 
And so one girl said, yeah, it's great. If you're looking to get kidnapped, you better, you know, you keep your snap <laughs> maps on because, you know, and they all know this. Um, they can also see, say that one of the most important things in the technological world is you can see who's active. And I was like, well, what does that matter? And they're like, well, because if they haven't responded to you, but they're active, that means they're ignoring you. Oh. And I was like, oh my goodness, gosh, I can't think about all that, right? Imagine? So now they're ignoring you, um, but they're active because you can see that you've responded to her over here. Mm-hmm. And and they're reading into all of these things that they have no idea. Um, oh, and then with Snapchat, you can check your Snap score. Did y'all know this? <laughs> These young of, kids of here I probably are like, you're so no, old. I did not know it. So like you can check your snap score to see how many snaps that they've sent. And then every time you send a snap, your snap score goes up. And so you can see if they've responded to someone else, but not to you. I mean, it's all, so you think about the emotional oh. baggage for that, but the intentionality of, okay, I went out with you last night, but now I'm not going to respond to any of your stuff, but I'm going to respond to her over here. So that's a form of like, yeah, bullying yeah. online. I'm going to intentionally ignore you, and I'm going to respond 18 times over here. But I'm going to ignore you. And I know that you know. And I know that you know because I'm keeping my locations on. I'm keeping my snap maps. Uh-huh. On, I'm keeping everything on. I mean, it's just like just a bunch of mind games constantly. It's constant mind games. And I'm like, y'all don't play it. Like, just stop. I was going to say, did anybody just say they they took a pass? They didn't. They didn't do it. I had one. <laughs> One girl, I was like, "Hey, do you have any red flags?" And she goes, "Yeah, if they're breathing." <laughs> I was like, "I kind of like you. That's why wow. I get along with you so well." Like, she just doesn't put up with it. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, no, it's not my game." Mm-hmm. Good um, for her. And I asked them. I said, "Don't y'all get tired of this?" And they're like, "Yes," but at the end of the day, my curiosity gets the best of me. And mm. I was like, "Oh, there's so many better ways to spend your time mm-hmm. and your energy and pouring into yourself and your self esteem." And I mean, I can talk all day about it, but. You know, that's what kids are doing these days. So mm-hmm. at least in high school, you know, I get Snapchat came out when mine were in high yep. school and we forbade them from um, having it. Yeah. So we just, we just shut down all that. Um, I, Emma, I asked Emma about that and she said she had an Instagram account, which if I were doing it today would 100% not happen. But I mean, it was new and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she was in high school. So she had an Instagram account. But um, when they're in college, they can do what they want. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can shut that down mm-hmm. in high school, but they're going to do it mm-hmm. if they want to do it. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is doing it. So, I mean, what do y'all say? So, You've got kids in college still. What do you What do you talk to them about? This Lori kind and I've had this conversation Ooh. a lot because of our kids in college. And, yeah. Um, the conversation we say all the time is, you know what? We hope and pray that we've done our job that we have communicated as much as we can. Um, I will say, I think the communication opens up more when they hit college sometimes, like when they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're almost like ready to come back and talk with you a little mm-hmm. bit more if you've left those doors all open and not burned any, you know, with your mm-hmm. bridges or whatnot with your kids. Um, but I just feel like, um, I mean, you've got to, at some point when I say let go, you've got to just say, God, you got them. I mean, I've done my job. I'm not necessarily done, done. Um, but you are really in a sense. And I, I, I'm going to say this, you need to know they're going to fail. Like don't, don't have, I mean, I, I'm not saying I know they're going to, Oh, I'm setting them up to fail, but they're going to fail. They're yeah. going to let you down. They're going to make poor choices. So did you. Um, it's a part of developing 
Um, they so, don't like it. I mean, whenever I have these conversations with my college adult children, and I say, "Hey, you know what? Let's let's talk about um, let's talk about what I'm seeing." And what everybody else can see. Mm. So I'm talking to them about that. And I'm like, that's hard. And they don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But that's still my job as a mom. Yes. To pour into them. Just because they're 25 yeah. doesn't mean I'm going to stop. Right. Because guess what? P- people don't know you like I know you. And I know your heart, but they don't. So, I mean, it's just. You just see, keep you talking. Start, you don't you start just talking. stop your parenting. But you do have to know that there is a They're point gonna, where your hands sure, are off. Sure. Yeah. They are. And you have to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. And just hope that those 936 weeks that you've invested by the That's time right. they walk off to college, that you have made a very intentional investment. And they've heard you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and the other thing for everybody listening out there is please show <laughs> yeah. grace and mercy to the moms. Because you... you it's hard. We know that we feel like that that's a reflection on us as parents whenever, you know, our kids are doing something that they they shouldn't do. Um, I, I've just learned to show some grace and mercy yes. to parents because you don't know what it's like walking in their shoes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. You don't know how they've Amen. prayed and cried that's and right. tried and that's enlisted right. and done all the things. All on you see is that one yep. little square on Instagram. That's amen. That's right. That's right. That's, that's a right. very small picture. We, that's right. We didn't talk about, um, I know we're wrapping up here, but one last question. Did Some of the young women I've talked with... Um, did not realize that they they were sexually accosted um, when when they were because um, it was uh, air quotes here minor mm-hmm. so groped hand down the pants um, mm. saying no and they keep going not um, all the way to rape although I know plenty of women sadly who have experienced that. Um, did you talk to your girls at all about um, those kinds of boundaries yes, and that 100%. kind of thing? Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but yes, we did as a family absolutely talk to our girls. And just about it. Um, because I was shocked that um, th- the stuff that didn't get told to parents just because they didn't know or they thought it was their fault because mm-hmm. they had initially, you know, agreed to the physical contact and then it got out of control. And, and so I'm just saying as a parent, you want to. You want to tell them like, hey, let's be clear here. Again, we don't assume they understand. That's right. You know, what sexual assault is. Yeah. It goes back to the whole communication piece. Mm-hmm. Like communicate mm-hmm. yes. with them. Um, I remember being on a jury of a rape trial. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a technical, there's a legal definition of what rape is. And as a jury member, we had to know that. But so there's a spectrum, right? There's there's things that are, are rape and things that aren't rape, legally speaking. But then there's all this other in between. Mm. And just um, having someone who won't take no for an answer or having someone who thinks they have liberty with your body Oof. that they should not have, mm-hmm. uh, you want to talk about that. Don't take that as a given, moms. Mm-mm. And, and um, just be sure your child hears you when you say, right. you, you know, it's not all your fault. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You don't, I mean, evil is so prevalent in the world and, and I feel bad for the kids that are dating these days because you can be innocently at some place and, you know, now, you know, they used to drug your drinks or whatever, and now they're, um, pricking with pins Mm. and, um, and it's fentanyl and, and, they wake up the next day and they have no idea what's happened to them. That's big on call all college campuses. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, I mean, you can be walking down campus. So, you know, if that, and I have the conversations with my daughters, if something like that happens to you, please call me. Mm -hmm. Don't be ashamed. It is not your fault. Um, when something like that happens Mm -hmm. and then you have to be ready. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, we did, we said back, my kids are just a little bit older than yours. Um, well, no, they're about the same age. Yeah. We had the conversation about, um, don't ever take a, an open drink, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, from yeah. someone. We're, we're like, first of all, you know, enjoy alcohol re- responsibly, please. And, but don't take an open bottle from someone or an open can mm-hmm. or a solo cup. Don't ever, ever, ever drink ever. something from someone. Um, and it's your, it's your schedule. You're the, you're the master of your schedule now, but I can just tell you that good things do not happen after midnight. That's right. They just do not. And again, I'm not saying it's going to be your fault if, bad things befall you, but I am saying you are putting yourself in the path of um, trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Risk. It's just risk. It's risk. You don't need to take mm-hmm. it. It is risk. It's not that and we would just, it. we would, my kids are like, you're a master of terrible stories. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like you, Amy, it's like, I'm just trying to point it out. Like, yep. look at this yeah. news story. Look at this person on this cruise ship. Look at this yes. person at this sorority party. Yes. See what happened? Like you, it, you don't want to, you don't want that mm-hmm. to happen to you. Just pay attention. What times of day are this, is this happening? It's mm-hmm. never during daylight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always in the dark of night. Mm-hmm. So just be aware. Well, those were, That's those good. were kinds of conversations we had as well. They're not fun. Constant conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Communication. Communication. Yep. That's right. Well, guys, I know this was so, we were, we did it. We're so excited. We made it. <laughs> we were nervous about having this conversation. Oh, all of us. All of us. about it. So I think it went well. I did. We were I good. Did too. You guys always have great things to share. <laughs> uh, so um, go to our website, justaskyourmom.com. We've got all this information on there, um, our list of things to have a conversation about. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, and just take a minute to rate and review the podcast and share us with your friends and family. And send us those topic suggestions. You can send them to us at justaskyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just Just Ask Ask Your Your Mom. Mom.